from rubber, with love, and all that is above. We try, we fail, then eventually we prevail. You speak so I can sing, acting as a king. I do what I must, I must impress, hoping to see you fully undressed. We kiss, we touch, hoping that's not too much, undressed, impressed. This is truly the best. Our bodies collide, leaving nothing to hide. I pay for protection, to cover my throbbing erection, to lessen the damage. Her snatch smells like cabbage. We finished, I won. We had our fun. I exit only to see. My protection had failed me. From rubber, with love, and all that is above. I've been uh, I've been writing poetry lately, just, you know, some bored. I haven't really had much to do. Actually, that's, that's a lie. Enti- that's an entire lie. I've actually, I wrote that about, I don't know, like an hour ago, just because, or an hour ago when I'm recording this, I should say, but... Um, yeah, so <laughs> welcome back to the Loner Corner. It's been a long time, longer than I would have wanted it to be. And I think the reason why it took as long as it did is just because I wanted to focus on the Loner Stoner podcast, which is another podcast I do with my best friend Donovan. And sometimes, like, uh, Logan and very self, like, we've only had Jason on a couple times, which is just. Those two guys are a couple friends of mine, but yeah, it's been a while since I've been able to do this because of that podcast, but I just decided, you know, it's been so long since I've done a Loner Corner episode, I might as well do it, and I think the best way, or the best thing to really start with is why exactly did I start the Loner Corner, you know, because I originally started the Loner Stoner, like, Okay, I originally started the Loner Stoner podcast because I wanted to like just be able to, you know, do like I was into the idea of starting a podcast for a while because I um had been watching a lot of uh like just podcasts by Tom Segura, which he has with his wife, Christina Pajitsky. I hope I didn't totally butcher that name, but um. They do this comedy podcast, which is available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, probably everywhere, and it's like so, it's such a weird, unusual podcast that like it's hard not to love. Like they say the most ridiculous, offensive, and downright dirty things. Like they reviewed, there was an episode of this podcast that I watched that I was laughing so hard. It, it was just insane, and in that podcast, what was happening was there was this, uh, they were reviewing this guy who was making Canadian poutine, and the, the way he made this fucking poutine was insane, like, he just had, like, a plate of fries, he pissed on the fries, 
and just like shat all over them, just started mixing them and just started eating it. And it was like, Tom was just, he was throwing, he pretty much almost started throwing up and his wife just left the, uh, just left the room. And I was just, I was like, it was amazing. It was the best podcast moment I think I've ever really witnessed. (laughs) It was fucking, it was so ridiculous, but I couldn't help but love it. But yeah, back to what I was trying, like, sorry, I went off on a tangent there, but to really get back into, um, why I decided to start this podcast is because I feel like I'm a pretty bad interviewer. Like I'm really bad. And I always like, I ask questions like for my guests, I always ask questions that I know I have an answer to. Like, even if they don't have an answer to it, I always set it up. So like, even if they don't have an answer, I can like respond for them. You know, I can respond for them, try to make it like a smart ass, funny remark and most times it doesn't really work that well and I I kind of realized with the last podcast I did on this uh on the loner corner which was with Jewel which I'll talk about in a bit um it was just I felt like I realized in the moment that even with Donovan not there I was being a very poor interviewer because at least when Donovan's there it might mask it up because he can put have his input or kind of correct my path or correct where I'm going but there when I was by myself and I was trying to interview Jewel it just didn't go that well because I kept trying I felt like I kept trying to do this like you know ask questions that you would answer like you would answer yourself not the guest and I think because of that it didn't really it wasn't a very comprehensive like podcast I didn't get to really know the person that well I mean granted I think there could have there's worse podcasts out there I feel like I've had I've personally done more boring podcasts but that was like not my favorite mostly and it was mostly on me like I I don't ever really want to blame my guests because currently I'm very I'm still new with this so I don't want to say that it was all it was her it was really me and by the way if you (laughs) It was a it was a female because um I know like despite how she sounded it was a female I mean like I'm gonna be honest when I listened to the podcast I couldn't help but feel like she sounded like a 12 year old transgender boy and it's just it was so <laughs> I couldn't help but just think of like wow if I didn't know who these people were I would have been very confused because Jewel Beats sounds like such a fake name. Like, let's be honest, Jewel Beats is such a fake-sounding name, but it's hers, and it's it's real. It's in the yearbook that I have, so it's her. Like, she's not transgender. She's very female. And, um, yeah, just, just putting that out there for you. But, yeah, so I wanted to make this because, well, technically, even the this one, this podcast right now, and the podcast with Jewel, I didn't ever... Um, like, those weren't the first pot, like, that, the Jewel podcast wasn't the first Loner Corner. Technically, the first episode of the Loner Corner was on the Loner Stoner podcast channel, on, like, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, like, Radio, Radio Public, I just don't, I still don't know the fucking names of all the pod, like, where my podcasts are, but whatever. What, like, I made that because I wanted to do a podcast by myself. And I didn't have the opportunity, like, I just wanted to see how that would go. And it went, like, 
I couldn't even fill in a full hour because, I mean, what can I really talk about by myself for a full hour? But, yeah. And I didn't want to keep, I didn't want there to be, like, random episodes that where I was, um, like, it was just, I felt like it would have done better if I just had a different, if the podcast was in a different, like, channel. Because it didn't feel right to just kind of clump two podcasts together. Because that honestly could be a podcast by itself. I'm saying podcast so much and it's bugging me. But the show just deserved its own little spotlight. And I'm not saying that it's like better than the Loner Corner. Or I mean Loner Stoner, sorry. Uh, like... I think that both shows are good. I well, again, that's a biased statement, but I personally feel like no n- neither show are better or worse. I think they're about I think they're the same. And I decided to start this podcast because or this loner corner in general because not only because I wanted to potentially do podcasts by myself, but I also figured that there are certain guests that would I would love to interview or just chat with. But the problem with that is a lot of guests that I do want to interview, Donovan, or my co-host on the Loner Stoner podcast, he doesn't really know them that well. In fact, he doesn't know that like certain things that I... Shit, sorry. <laughs> certain things that I do want to elaborate on, I can't actually elaborate too much on because like I'll go very heavy into very specific topics that Donovan I feel like can't really you know relate to and I hate to do that where I feel like I'm leaving him out even though there are moments where I do leave him out and I feel bad about it but it's like it goes back to me being a poor interviewer and not being able to juggle both the guest and the host at the same time but um like like I was saying, um, the purpose of this podcast is for me to be a better interviewer, um, to interview people that it wouldn't fit too well on the Loner Stoner podcast, and to kind of just see what happens, see what it would be like just to kind of have a podcast where I can, you know, just speak freely, and it, it this podcast is labeled comedy once again. But I feel like it's not going to be as silly as the Loner Stoner podcast because that is meant to be a very silly comedy-like podcast. This one, I feel like it won't need to be as silly. I'm just going to speak my mind, and I feel like when I'm by myself, I'll be a little more you know, comedic and stuff. But when I do interview guests, depending on the person, I'll likely try to you know, really bring out what I find really interesting about that person. Like, for example, um, if I wanted to interview Tanner Richardson again, who was on my, was on the Loner Stoner podcast with Donovan and I, I would likely go much more in detail about certain band things, you know, maybe things that him and I can relate about or relate to. Because I don't want, because... I don't think it would be the best choice to try to bring him back on the Loner Stoner podcast just for me to talk about band again. Like, oh, band, you know, um, remember the fucking dystopia or whatever. Again, that's a like dystopia was a marching band competition that we had 
or it was our marching band show for his senior year and my junior year of high school. Like, we can reminisce about that, and I won't feel as bad because Donovan, like, I wouldn't feel as bad talking about it knowing that Donovan is, like, or, well, what I'm trying to say is I wouldn't feel as bad about that knowing that it's just me and Tanner, Tanner and I, fucking Logan's always going to be on my mind because of that shit, but I'll, I'll explain that later. Uh, like, Tanner and I, or it's just Tanner and I talking about it, and I don't, what wouldn't feel as bad because Donovan isn't going to be there, like, just, you know, looking at us, like, waiting for me to cue him in or something. And like I've said, I'm not trying to replace the Loner Stoner podcast with the Loner Corner because I think that the Loner Stoner podcast can be really fun and it's just me like shooting the shit with my best friend and even if we don't have guests there, we can at least just like say the craziest things that we could think of within like an hour or two, you know, just whatever, right? But yeah, so that's why I started this podcast. And I don't want, again, I labeled it as comedy because that's kind of what I want this to be. I want you to come into this podcast, listen to it, and have a good cup, like, some chuckles here and there, right? Like, I want you to be able to, like, laugh and have fun with it. And currently, I think I'm doing a pretty piss-poor job trying to make you guys laugh and Again, I don't want to make it seem like that's my main thing here is to make you laugh. It's just I want you to feel good about listening to this. <laughs> Which, man, some of the things I write about and like when I just randomly, you know, do whatever. Like when I'm writing in my journal I, and think of like topics to talk about, I think of the just wildest things ever. Like you couldn't, you couldn't ever talk about this to just a stranger because they'll think that you are a serial killer, some shit like that. Like I'm just going to like bring up one of the topics I wrote down in my journal. Like, um, I mean, I already talked about this specific topic on the loner stoner podcast. In fact, I think it's one of the highlights that I did. It was with, uh, Logan King on there. And one of the topics was like, I think I brought up, I was like, or <laughs> Logan wanted me to switch the subject because I think the conversation got really copyright, I think, or it just got weird. And he was like, all right, all right, Cameron, what were you saying? And I just say like, so what I was saying was, don't you think that swallowing, and I can't even finish the sentence before Donovan like spits out his drink and, <laughs> and Logan's just his face, like his face is in his palms because he's just, just in, he's questioning why I would ever bring up such a dumb question and I haven't even finished the question it's like (laughs) don't you think that swallowing is a sign of maturity in a woman or a relationship and I guess I still want to elaborate a little bit more on that because I mean there are like this goes for both men women uh the I guess what you would transgender men women non-binary I really don't hope I'm not leaving anyone out like Apache helicopters something like that you know what I mean but um 
I think that when you are polishing off your partner, like when you're giving them oral sex, blowjobs, you know, whatever you call them, whatever your nomenclature is for that specific activity, I, I think that for me, when you are in a relationship, when I and I say relationship, I mean like you can consider them your girlfriend, boyfriend, um, partner. Uh, you can. I think it's important to understand that if you're gonna consi- like you're gonna have these labels, like yeah, that's my partner, that's my whatever, then treat it that way. Like, are you really gonna spit out your meal that your partner had given to you? Like, I mean. Your part, like, think of it. Think of it this way: your partner's cooking up a meal, and you're help preparing for it. Would you really spit it out? I mean, think about it. Would you really, like, your? Let's say that your. Let's put it in. Let's put it in this perspective. Your partner's making pancakes, and it. You are like helping here and there, but they're doing, like, you're helping do the big like the major part right you're like you're you're stirring you're stirring the batter you are cooking the bat like you're cooking the batter and you make sure it doesn't burn or whatever and then you put it you plate it up and you eat it are you really going to spit out the meal that you prepared are you really going to i mean no matter how bad it is you kind of just have to put a smile on your face and just kind of accept it i feel like that's the same thing with you know um, like blowjobs, because if you think about it, like they're your partner and they should mean so much to you. And then like you are doing such a wonderful thing for them and they would imagine that's a wonderful thing and they produce something just specifically for you. And because of you, would you really spit that out? Would you really be like, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that? Are you really gonna do that? That's so disrespectful. Like, I can't even begin to describe to you like how disrespectful that would be. Like, first of all, you're gonna spit on my bed because that's just like, if you're doing that, you might as well just fucking go get out of my house and never come back because that's the worst thing you can ever do. Are you gonna grab? Are you gonna like go over with like? You chipmunk and cum in your mouth and then you're just gonna go and grab a tissue and spit it out. I mean, come on. What is this? Like, what are you doing? Just be an adult. Be a grown man, woman, transgender man, transgender woman, non-binary person. And just kind of, you know, go along with the ride. I mean, if you think about it, it's like it's like swallowing a pill. I mean, and... I mean, like, I've had pills that just smelt and taste like straight-up garbage. I mean, I can't even begin to describe to you just how nasty this was. And I did it. I still swallowed it. Sometimes I gagged, but still. I took it like a man, and I swallowed my pill. I think that women can do the same thing. Or men. Or non-binary however you decide to identify but yeah again that was a topic i decided to talk about on the loner stoner podcast i mean i didn't get in 
this much detail, <laughs> probably because my friends would have cut my fucking head off. But you kind of understand, like, you kind of understand the concept with it. Be a grown-up and finish your food. Damn. Again, and back to, like, the crazy topics that I decided to write down in my journal. Some of these things I, I just kind of grown up out of, like, why did I ever write these down? Like, um, let's see here. What, like... Wait. Okay. Another one of these things was how serious is a relationship if your partner doesn't fart around you? And I never really talked about it on the podcast, and I've just never really thought of talking about it, but I'm just going to talk about it now. Like, I mean, it's so weird. I mean, actually, no, I did talk about it on the Loner Stoner podcast once before, but. I was in a like I was dating this girl for about almost a year and a half, about a year and four months. And I swear to you, in those a year and four months of us going out, I've n- I never heard her once fart. Like even when she was going like even when she did decide to go to the bathroom, which she hardly ever did, which starts to make me believe that my ex, who is what we will call rotten tangerine, is like an alien because she had never pooped at my house. She had never like she very seldom would pee at my house. Like it was so strange. And the only time that she had ever pooped at my house was because we had tried anal sex. And by the way, the first time we tried it was a disaster. It was it was my anniversary present, so I was uh, I was a little uh I was a little uncareful about it. Is that a word, uncareful? I mean, again, I guess that is a philosophical question of how long is it, when, how, when is it appropriate to fart in front of your partner? Like, when really is it appropriate to pass gas right in front of your your lover? Because... Honestly, it's hard. It's really hard to determine that because even then I never felt comfortable because she never did it. I never felt comfortable either. So because of that, I never did. In fact, like even when I really had one fucking like in the chamber, I always kind of just kept it inside and it made my stomach just go like, like it was just my stomach went insane. But, uh, and she would say, like, what is that? It's like, that's my stomach, sweetheart. That's my stomach right there. Um, and still, and, like, even if it's not a, like, I, I, mo- for some reason, a lot of the times I fart, it's not even a smelly fart. Mostly because it's, like, my diet is just so fucking weird. Like, I have, like, a, a child's diet. But at the same time, I don't, my, a lot of the times my farts don't stink. It's just very, it's very vocal. Like, it's, it's so, like, my farts are so vocal, like, sometimes they are quiet, which are normally the very nasty ones, but then the, like, the really loud and long ones, those aren't particularly smelly, which is so weird, like, are all, like, is it just me, or are loud farts just 
not smelly. They're just for show, right? Like, unless that is the case where you rip ass and it's so loud, but it also is really smelly, then maybe. But, I mean, I have... It's, most cases, I always, when I rip ass and it's quiet, that's when it's actually loud. But... Or not loud. It's when it's smelly. That's when it... Loud and smelly, I guess you could say. But, yeah, I have these, like... This such weird mindset now and it's just like when it comes to writing things down of like what can I uh you know what what can I talk about right so I just write shit down like thinking that oh I can I'll have a topic that I've written down but I don't I can't like there's nothing to it for example I think I wrote down something about Mormons and then I knew that like I wasn't ever going to want to write it and get like talk about it because I have no kind of jokes about it. There's nothing funny to say. So I just decided, you know, I'm not about to try to offend uh, the Mormon community. Even though Mormonism is... Like, I have a friend that's Mormon. But I can't ever tell with her, like... Like, she's just... I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like the more like Mormon traits. All I know is that she's very adamant on not having sex before marriage, which I don't have a problem with that personally. Like when I get into my thirties, I can't wait to rip through as many, like not thirties when I'm in my twenties, I'm going to rip through as much ass as I can until, (laughs) until I, and then like, unless I end up, unless the first person I end up going out with is actually really attractive and then steals my heart, then yeah. But Like, yeah, I don't really have those, like, I don't really reserve myself like that. And I think that's a very, and for me at least, I think that's a very um, admirable trait that you can reserve yourself for so long and just, like, know, like, find that person and give themselves to them. And I think it's, it's beautiful in a very psychotic way because if, like, I mean, imagine going, let's say, like, imagine going 20, 25 years without having sex. And again, it's like, well, I mean, I'm 30. I'm not Mormon. I haven't had sex yet. And well, that's, I mean, dude, something's wrong then. But no, um, like when you're 25 and you're personally making that choice of, I don't want to have sex until I find the one that's a pretty it's a pretty admirable trait, and it's very, like, it's a noble trait to have, I would say. If, I don't even really know what noble means, but I kind of like the word, so that's why I'm using it. I mean, when I, like, if I were Mormon, I think I, that's one of the rules I'd have to break, because if I were in a relationship with someone, and they're like, you want to have sex, and it's like, oh, but, you know, like, I couldn't, like, Maybe it's because I'm a we- I'm weak, and I'm and the first sign of snatch being sh- like presented to me, I will jump in there, you know, fork and knife first, and just go down there and go into like Chowtown because there's no way I would ever want to turn that down. Unless again, there's, I don't unless it's with someone that is dating a close friend of mine. Because I couldn't ever really, I don't ever want to cheat. I don't. I don't want to be a part of an affair 
especially if it involves my best friends because I mean I don't really have too many friends but I know that I would never do that to them because of that fact like I care about them so much that I would just I couldn't see myself hurting them like that because if I ever like I mean I I think it's because of a more selfish thing like if I ever caught my friends cheating on or like caught my friends like having an affair with my girlfriend whoever I'd be dating I would probably kill them well I don't want to say it like I mean I would definitely be in a different state of mind like the Cameron Harper that is here right now wouldn't be in my head like there wouldn't like that very persona of me wouldn't be there like it would just be a pure id kind of like takeover of just very natural instincts like yep I'm going to fucking ruin this kid's life in more ways than he could ever have possibly imagined I think that's just kind of how everyone feels when their partner cheats on them but I don't know like I wouldn't I guess that's another kind of I guess it's a kind of topic to talk about right like who do you blame in you know having like when if your partner is cheating on you who do you blame do you blame the partner or the other party because there's a there's a lot of ways this could go down like in like let's say that well there's a lot of scenarios i guess that's a better term there's a lot of scenarios of why your partner had decided to do that to do to commit that act it can be that she like i think what would make me more upset is like if she were to initiate this relationship with them like relationship as in like friendship or whatever acquaintance like if they personally tried to get to know this person it's kind of their fault they're kind of letting it happen and i mean it just makes them kind of a cunty person but what if it's the person talking like if what if it's the other party what if they try to start it well again it goes back to your partner because what like if they truly love you and all that bullshit would they really try would they really go that far in hurting you like that it's just such a selfish fucking thing and i mean i guess that's kind of why i'm staying away from relationships right now because i've been off dating apps for probably a couple months now mostly because like even when i'm on them i hardly go on dates and even when i do go on dates a lot of the time it's pretty uh it's pretty dry out there <laughs> because i think that they look at me and realize holy shit he's only what 58 and then immediately like just lose interest because apparently height is such a fucking important thing in dating because oh he needs to be taller than me or whatever it's like is that really is that really the point you're trying like i don't know man is that really the deciding factor of whether you whether or not you decide to go out with that person? Oh, because they're like an inch shorter than me, I can't go out with them. That's just it's fucking retarded. Sorry, I used that word, but I'm gonna fucking use it because it is retarded. Why is height such a factor? I mean, five eight isn't short, I guess, but 
Like, why? I mean, I I don't know, man. See, when you look at a, a little person, like an actual little person, you're not going to judge them. You're like, oh, well, yeah, but if they're, if you're like full five, if a dude's five, three, you're going to be like, fuck that, right? And it's just stupid. Like, I wish I could better, like, explain my thought about it. Because, really, why do you want to be going out with someone who's like seven, seven? Like, I was talking to my friend earlier today. This dude was seven, seven? Like, Six foot four is tall. Think of putting another foot and a couple inches in there. Seven, seven. I don't even know what, like, to me, seven, seven is like, I have a banner on my wall. And it's almost touching, it's like, probably about, I don't know, a foot from the roof. I'm assuming that this seven, seven freak show is about as tall as my banner. I wish you could see it, but you can't. Like, that is freakishly tall. Like, who would ever want... It's like, it's just so dumb because, like, oh, you want to date a tall guy? Fucking date the 7'7", dude, who belongs in the fucking Barnum and Bailey, okay? (laughs) Doing handstands and some bullshit. Like, there's... Why? Like, what's so good about being with someone who's, like, a foot... Like, a head taller than you... And you can't, like, they have to bend over so you can kiss them on the cheek, sweetheart. I mean, really? I feel like, sure, maybe an inch, a couple inches taller, or even better, same height. Because you don't, the partner doesn't have to do any work. Because I remember when I was dating Rotten Tangerine, she'd have to, like, get on her tippy toes to just kiss me. And I, and I was just like, how's the weather down there, dude? <laughs> it was so funny because she had to get on her tiptoes. And like I'd always make fun of her for it, and I just like, and then she just got to the point where it's like, well, now I'm, you're, if you want to kiss me, you have to bend over. It's like, that's what she said, but no, um, it's like fine. Still proves my point. You're short, but like we're gonna. I don't understand this height shaming bullshit. That's very like only really prevalent on dating sites, like dating apps, like Tinder or Bumble, wherever the fuck they make now. I get that point. I mean, at this point, I think another reason why I decided to get off dating apps is just because there's nothing in it for me and there's nothing that I have to show for. Like, I don't really, I mean, sure, I play guitar. Yeah, I can sing. I play video games. Like, I'm in college. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm studying psychology and will poten- even potentially will try to get a minor in philosophy, but like why? Like that's it. That's literally all I have to show for. And because of that, like what? It's not much. And after that, like appearance-wise, is not looking good in my department because I swear it's like I'm. I'm almost blaming the fact that I'm a little overweight, not even a little, uh, overweight, because I'm blaming that I'm overweight, that I'm not dating anyone, and that's probably not true, it's just because I'm not taking any shots that I should be, like, but it's, it fe- I feel like Tinder, Bumble, all those dating apps that I was on kind of proved to me that, yeah, that was kind of an issue, or it is an issue, because of, like, if it's really the case of 
it's not you're not overweight it's not that you're overweight it's just like whatever plenty of fish in the sea bullshit because if it's really not the case that i'm overweight then what is it or then why am i not getting swipes back on tinder or whatever the fuck they have now if my if my appearance wasn't the case then maybe i'd be getting a lot more matches than i already than i had before like <laughs> It's ridiculous how in, uh, how, like, shit, I'm fucking drawing a blank. It's just a simple statement, like, metaphor, too. But it's just crazy the difference in how, like, in the me and my like ratio versus this girl's ratio that I was, like, talking to for a bit. She had pretty much said that within, like, the hour that she had gotten, I think, Tinder Gold, she had gotten 99 plus, like, th- over, a th- like, thousands of likes, which, in my honest opinion, is ridiculous because she is not that kind of person that deserves that at all. She did, like, again, I'm not, like, shaming her appearance. It's just the kind of people who deserve that are, like models and again i'm not trying to body shame her but she is not a model whatsoever i mean she can cry on command like crazy but she's not a model and i'm not saying she's unattractive or ugly i'm just saying she's not model material again like i'm not trying to say she's ugly and she's not worth a damn she's just not what you would consider like getting thousands of likes on tinder not at all and it's just crazy to me that i mean how she gets so many and i get like what nine ten that's it that's all i get and maybe it's just because of the way i like like present myself on those apps but at, at the same time i think it's just bullshit it's all bullshit for me I feel like I've talked about dating apps on podcasts so many times that, like, it's it's just a dead subject. But really, it's just, it's dumb. And that's why I've been, like, trying to work out as hard as I could for, like, the last couple months. I mean, I've been running around five miles a day for, five like, five days a week. And I've been adding, like, app, like core exercises. I've been lifting weights. I'm doing what I can to lose the weight because I'm kind of tired of just, you know, I feel like I'm lazy at times. And I just think that, you know, my body's not going to get skinny on its own. So I might as, I need to put in the work, right? It's what you got to do when you work out. It's like, you got to put in that work. You get like, you can't just go walk on the treadmill for, let's say 10 minutes. Ah, worked out. No, you fucking didn't. You walked in the treadmill. You could have walked around your house for 10 minutes. Just because you're on a treadmill doesn't make it a workout. Okay? Like, and I think that's something that I really thought about. And that's kind of what made me really follow my brother's footsteps. Because my brother had lost, like, a lot of fucking weight. And I didn't even realize it at the time, how much he really lost, until I saw the before and after pictures. Like, he was pretty chubby like I think at his heaviest he was 240 
and now he's what probably 150 which is crazy like it's awesome it's such an achievement to lose so much like lose almost a hundred pounds and I mean I kind of take that and I look I don't really want to try to compare myself to my brother like oh if he can do it I can do it but it's kind of the case because if I can if he can lose all that weight I can lose like 40 pounds and really that's kind of what I need to lose is 40 pounds and then I'll feel like I'm at a really decent weight and I'll probably be as about at his build maybe try to get like slight abs and you know get toned out a little bit but yeah and because of that I've been really trying to work as hard as I could and I'd run about five miles a day yeah five miles which at first I could like in middle school I could run maybe (laughs) we had to run a mile every Friday and I swear I could barely run a mile in 15 minutes it was pretty just it was sad like I was such a chubby little fucking loser in middle school. I couldn't I, I was I was bad at anything physically. I was bad at anything that required physical exertion. Tell me to play dodgeball. I'm going to fucking suck donkey dick at that. Like I was so bad like no even basketball. I was on the worst team. I was on the worst teams on in every goddamn thing. In middle school, PE. I was on the worst team in basketball. I was on the this like fucking I don't even know what it was like hockey or something. It was some like soccer hockey bullshit. I was on the worst team. Dodgeball, worst team. I remember we had this like football thing or whatever. We had like one of the best players, and he fucking hated us. He hated us so much. Or he hated the team he was on because we were on the worst team. And I guess like what I would assume is the coach just, or our coach was just a kind of, he realized that this is a fucking athletic kid. He knows what he's doing. He probably like talked to him. He's like, listen, I'm going to put you on this team. Okay. We're going to put you on the fucking loser team. So these kids actually have a fucking shot at feeling success. And that never happened. Like we made him bad too. It was, it was insane. And I think because, like, and to get back to my point, I could barely run a mile without getting winded. I mean, it was embarrassing. And I think that's what turns people off of, like, running kind of exercises so much is because it takes a, I think it takes a long time to really get into that kind of activity. Running is a very difficult activity to do because it takes months probably even years to really build up this kind of endurance to keep going like in the, that's my case at least for me it took me it took me a couple of years to even get up to five miles like well that's not totally true like I think three miles it took me like I've been on and off running for a couple of years, but it's like this year that re- I really got into running five miles a day. And it took a long time to build up to that because anytime you take a break is like, like a really extended hiatus of running, then you kind of lose that progress. And because of that, you, 
Dude, I'm just realizing that this is supposed to be a comedy podcast. I'm talking about fucking running. I've been, I feel like I've talked about running every single time, like in the last couple podcasts, in the Loner Stoner podcast. I mean, I'm sorry, but like every time I've had Jason on, I swear I would always bring up running because he's on track and field. And I'm like, oh, that's one thing I can relate to him with. Um, But yeah. I think I messed up that sentence, but either way, I'm just going to finish up this dumb thought that I can run now. I can run five miles. I can do some core exercises. I can lift 20 pounds, 20 pound dumbbells. Yeah, I guess that was back to my point of how retarded I think Tinder dating app kind of sites are because it's like, I guess you got to play the system, man. You got to just, you got to do what. You gotta, for me, I bet I'd have to look on all the dudes, like, profiles, steal what they have, put on mine, see what happens. And then maybe, maybe I'd be able to get a fucking date in, or something. I'd hope so. <sighs> yeah. But, it's like, every time I go into doing a podcast, I always forget about what I actually want to talk about. And I always just go on these dumb tangents that last, like, 45 minutes. But... I mean, I guess this podcast, this specific podcast wasn't really meant to be like super funny. It was, I think the most important part of this specific episode was to explain what makes this different than, I guess, you, the loner corner. <coughs> All right. COVID. It's really getting to me, but like what makes, what makes the loner corner different than the loner stoner podcast and what to expect, what not to, whatever. And why I'm doing it. But, yeah, I I swear, it's like when I'm really put up, when I'm on the spot, I forget about everything I want to talk about. And it sucks. And that kind of, I think that's a bad thing considering I want to be a comedian. Or that's just like a dream of mine. It's a very recent dream, I should say. Like, it was a couple of years ago that I really wanted to do stand-up. But then, again, I think I've said, like, my Donovan, who's my co-host on my other show, he had said, why would you want to do that? When I, I, I said to him I would wanted to do stand-up, and then he just responded with that, and I was like, what? And he goes, you wouldn't be good at that. You'd be a really bad stand-up. And I'm just thinking, that's harsh, dude. It's like... And he just goes, I just don't want you to embarrass yourself. And I was just like, okay. I mean, thanks for the fucking vote of confidence, Debbie Downer. Because it, it was so mean. It, were like, it was just like, dude, I'm telling you something I'd want to do. I'd at least hope you'd have my back. I mean, yeah, stand-up is a pretty big, like, it's a very unusual career path, but come on, man, like, at least let me do one show, prove, like, I, and then you can prove to me, like, oh, yeah, that was a pretty bad set that you did, and, like, yeah, you're right, I'd probably never do that again, but still, I don't think I'd be that bad, I mean, there's certain jokes and stories that I have, like, lined up just to talk about, because, I mean, like, for example, the, uh, killed my ex's dog, which, by the way, I never, I didn't kill my ex's dog, if you're wondering. I accident, 
wait, wait, wait. Let me rephrase that. We went on a, like, I've already told in the last podcast. It's a joke. It's a story with the, like, and it's all supposed to be a joke. I mean, it's a true story, by the way. It's absolutely true. It's just, I'm trying to play it off as a joke. But, <laughs> it's such a dumb, it's a crazy joke. Or it's a crazy bit, I should say. I don't want to say it's a joke. It's a story. Or a story that I, where I, like, almost thought I destroyed my car. And if I hadn't told it, I'm probably not going to tell it because I don't, I'd rather tell it at a later date. But, yeah, that's just, it was just so mean, man. Like, it was so harsh for him to say, like, you would embarrass yourself on stage, man. Like, I wouldn't, like, want you to do that to yourself. I'm saying right now that I'm trying to protect you. And, I mean, I can understand his point of view, but at the same time, like, come on, dude. I bet that if I really tried and really prepared for it and I went up on, like, an open mic, I bet I could get a couple chuckles and I wouldn't get booed off. Then again, I think a lot of people can do that. They just don't know they can. Like, write a couple bits, stories, and jokes, and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. You just be, like, you can be funny for three minutes. And I think that's when, like, after three, maybe five minutes, then you, if you can be funny for five minutes and 15, like, that's where it kind of level, like, really starts to level out. But then, like, it's when you go into, um, like stand-up special kinds of that first of all you need to be like legitimately funny you need to have really good jokes if you if you're not like funny in person you need to at least have like joke like good jokes for the special and just understand that um you're not whatever like you just actually need to have some skill in joke writing which currently, I don't think I really... I never written a joke, like, ever, because I never really feel, felt the need to. I just kind of used fucking spitball. Like, maybe I'll, like, write down a topic in my journal, but I'll never, like, fully write down an entire joke. If you're uh, wondering what this is, it's just me uh, going through my journal again. Yeah. I was on I was online the other day and this girl I knew from band not Rotten Tangerine but this girl I knew from band she went full Theo Vaughn with her hair and if you don't know Theo Vaughn I don't like get your fucking life together go listen to his podcast this past weekend like I mean her she went a full mullet except Theo like her mullet is disgusting I'm sorry it's just it's so gross of a mullet. It's like bowl cut in front, mullet in the back. Like it's looks like hat. Like the front side of her face is Dumb and Dumber. The other half is Let's Party. Like that's what is going on in her on her head. And I mean, you know, I'm if she likes it, that's cool. But I'm gonna be honest. That's like <laughs> not what I would have gone for. I mean, I guess this quarantine's affecting people in different ways. Like, I'm really trying to stop watching pornography. I feel like it's very bad for the brain. It's not good for people. But I always end up getting sucked back into it because of certain vices that I get into. And, I mean, 
it's just crazy what the porn industry comes up with these days. Like the kinds of content that is available is like mind boggling. You look up, you can look up anything and there's likely going to be a porn of it. Again, that's rule 34. It's crazy. Like, I mean, again, I've mentioned, I mentioned this on a podcast before, but one of the most popular videos on Pornhub is a step family themed video, which is like, I mean, some of them are so like, quote unquote, well done that it's disturbing to watch. Like you look at it and you're just thinking to yourself, like, what the fuck am I watching, dude? Like, why am I watching a mom like do that to her son? It's just disgusting. I mean, obviously it's not real. And if it is, that's like the most disturbing thing ever. It's the most disturbing possible thing I could ever think of. But like, why? Why is that? Who came up with that idea? (laughs) Who came up with it? And it's like they're trying to disguise it with like stepmom, stepson, bullshit like that. When we really, we know what's up. We know what we're tuning into. And yeah, not good. Not good at all. And I'm not saying like, I mean, you get the point of it is not, I guess the point of it is not that they are step, whatever, like step family. They're not, or stepson, stepmom, whatever. It's like the actions that are performed. I mean, really, if you think about it, porn is, it's like a movie. It's all acting. It's, I mean, you don't actually see people have true orgasms. I mean, come on. Like, is it really possible to have, like, a true orgasm on screen? It's, like, more goaded, I guess you could say. Like, they egg it on to happen, not because it happens naturally. And if it is, you should be careful of the video you're watching because uh, it might not be, it might be a sex tape. If that's like a legitimate reaction. And I think that's probably the reason why they make like they have pornography where it's clear that it's not real. I think maybe that's like a the psych the psychological trick they're playing is like, it's obviously not real. You shouldn't go into sex having these expectations. Like, I mean that's like maybe that's why step they make stepson, stepmom porns like that, or whatever. Like, um, what do you call what is that word like incestual themed porns i think they make it that way because like they want you to know that it's not real it's obviously fault like it's fake the everything is fake the orgasms are fake i mean like even the act like the male actor like it's not totally real they're doing it just because like if anything i feel like the male actors get the short end of the stick because for them, you can't really fake an orgasm as a man. Because, like, how are you going to get the white out, right? But a woman, like, it's just like, I mean, you can just say, oh, I or- had an orgasm. like, And the dude, ha- none the wiser, just going to believe him. Because what proof is there of an orgasm from that person? Exactly. Nothing. Maybe there's piss, but, like, it's piss. Or squirt, but it's piss. 
I'm just thinking like whoever's listening in the living room is just probably thinking I'm insane. And you know what? It's whatever, man. It's a it's a podcast. It's a fucking comedy podcast that I decided that I think is fucking interesting. But you know what? Back to the porn topic. Like I think I'm having a a catharsis here. I think I'm realizing that the reason why they make step stepbrother, stepsister, stepmom, stepson, stepdaughter, you you know you get it. The incest, the incest porn. They make it because they're trying to tell you that what you are watching is clearly fake. These people aren't enjoying themselves. They're not doing it because they love one another. They're doing it because they're getting paid to. They're doing it because it's just entertainment for someone else. And they clearly want to make it as fake as possible. Because if you're watching porn that is looks too realistic, it feels like you're breaking it feels like you're breaking the law because it feels like you're just it's like it feels like you videoed someone and you're just rewatching what you just videoed it's 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 disturbing, but like maybe that's why they have like such fancy sets. Because I remember I tried to, I tried to make an argument like they should make pornography a little more realistic. That they should, not they should make porn that doesn't make a, that makes us feel good about watching it. That doesn't make us feel bad. I just come to the realization that porn is meant to be fake. Like it's supposed to, we were supposed to know that it's fake. That we're not supposed to replicate anything we see in the bedroom. Well, that's not totally true. I mean, I feel like it gives us pointers, right? Like, I mean, you mimic things in movies. You can mimic something from porn, right? But I guess that's just, I mean, man, you learn something new every day. I feel like I've learned something new. I mean, yeah, I get it. I mean, I knew that porn was fake before. That's like, it's all fake. But like, I've kind of realized the reason why they make incest porn and why it's so popular. But people know it's fake. Something that they're not into, they just ignore the, uh, oh my god, stepbrother, what are you doing in my room naked? Like, that bullshit. Like, they ignore that just to really get into what is there. And you know what? I think Tanner Richardson brought that up before, and I was just too stupid to understand what he's really trying to say. And I finally kind of figured it out. And with that, ladies and gentlemen is the end of the podcast. I'm glad if you managed to sit through all this bullshit of me like rambling on about things I should have that were probably not meant to be talked about here and I'm just like fucking empty, I'm absent-minded and forgot what I really wanted to talk about. Glad you stuck through this and uh, listen to me talk about why I started the podcast, um why I think porn is the way it is and stuff like why I think dating apps are absolute garbage but yeah I mean again I wouldn't like I wouldn't be totally surprised if you decided to skip this episode because like I probably would too but I do want to I 
I think the most important part of this episode was explaining why I made this and why Aaron, how it's not meant to replace the Loner Stoner podcast. It's not meant to take over anything. It's just, it's just for fun, you know, but again, with all that being said, thank you for watching this podcast or listening to this podcast. Um, catch us on Spotify, uh, because I mean, that's the main site we're at. It's really easy. Just look up Loner Corner with Cameron Harper and you'll find it. But uh, thanks again for listening. Catch you next time.